Causeway Street Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. Joel Pavone. Mr. Sean Ducha. Hey, this is Leon Pope, man. You're listening to Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Hi, this is Tyler Zeller from the Boston Celtics. And y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. For all you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? So yeah, like talk about walks yourself. on the B. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> the most romantic. He leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all of Zodiac. Oh. You couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh. Sexy. I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy, Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys, Joe, Sway, Joel, and Sean. Welcome into the 2017 Causeway Street Live Celtics Draft Show, powered by CLNS Media and The Greatest Bar. I am Josue Pavone. Sean Dutra's in the house. Joel Pavone doing all the production. Audio and and video coverage is all being brought to you by Joel Pavone. We'll get him all out here. We'll get his opinion out here, of course, uh, whenever he gets the time, whenever he's ready. Because it's Judgment Day, fellas. Today's the day. We've been talking about this draft since, I don't know, since the Brooklyn trade, pretty much. Gotta happen. Since, Gotta happen uh, today. Since last season, when the Celtics got the, the number three pick, we were thinking to ourselves, all right, well, next year, I mean, Brooklyn's only going to get worse. So we have to get at least a second or first. They get the number one pick. Jeez. And uh, Danny flips it. Danny flips it because you know what? He thought to himself, I think I like a guy just as much as Markel Fultz, if not even more than Markel Fultz. Fultz excuse me. And if I could get... Another future draft pick out of it? I'm going to flip it. So he flips it. Celtics with the third pick. And tonight we find out if he's going to take it, if he's going to trade it, or better yet, who is he going to take for that third pick if he keeps it? So this year basically cemented one thing in my brain for the rest of my life. Never trust Danny Ainge on a draft night. You can't like, do you, it. You can't. <laughs> you, he's going to expect the unexpected. Never even, I'm, I'm not even going to make a prediction anymore. I'm done with making predictions. I'm you, just you gonna it's wait. Impossible. I'm gonna wake up the next day and just figure out. Oh, hey, Danny traded the number one draft pick for this Russian guy that I have no clue who he is. That's <laughs> happening in a couple of years. I swear to God. I swear. It wouldn't to God shock me. It wouldn't shock me. So we got plenty of guests stopping by. We're at the greatest bar. Our first guest for the opening segment is my boy Bobby Manning, Hello. who came through tonight. Bobby, so Bobby, thank you for coming through, man. I appreciate it. Bobby Manning. He's the host of the Bobcast under the CLNS Media umbrella so it's this is a long time coming man bobby and i've been doing a lot of shows together for uh the post game shows for clns media 
happy you can come by, man. Yeah, I wish I had a little zinger right off the bat to match Sean over here. He's always got a good one to go. But I'll, oh, I'll Sean, got, Sean has those for days. Zingers on can do it all day. lockdown. Absolutely. Man. So, yeah, this, this week is fun. This it, is it's the fun, most isn't it? fun week. You got Dwight Howard getting traded. You got it's like it's Lakers like the trade deadline season right now. <laughs> yeah, oh my, it's, crazy. it's better. It's better than it's that. better. You're right. It is better. There's a sense of urgency on everybody. You got the clock ticking. Uh, Seven o'clock. You got to have your picks lined up. You got to have your plan ready to go. There's really no wiggle room here. Right. You right. can let the trade deadline come and go, and you can push it back to the off season. But this is judgment day for a lot of teams across the league, and for the Celtics, this might be their draft more than anybody else's because they really have to have something locked down now whether it's a future prospect whether it's a big trade that's going to change the direction of the team they have a big decision to make tonight and it's going to come down to that number three pick i think they're going to be staying there i think that's their oh pick really now. no trade in the works huh i don't think they're moving back again ah. i really don't think so well who who's to not expect that now i like I said, I'm not making any predictions, so you could be as right as I am or Sway am. Or who, who knows? We could go ask a random guy on the street an A, B, or C question. He'll probably get it right. But I mean, his guess is probably better than yours, probably right, Probably better than mine. I mean, I'm all fults all day long, but I guess well, that we, ain't happening. But <laughs> that ship is sailed. We are plugged yeah. in if anything happens. We got Bobby Bombs over here on the line. That's right. Oh, that's right. Bobby You've bombs. heard of Woj Bombs, nice. but we got Bobby Bombs going to be, <laughs> gonna be uh, going off throughout the night, so we'll keep you posted with everything that's going on. We are broadcasting live. Once again, i got to remind you, we're broadcasting live from the greatest bar. And if you're in the area, or even if you're not in the area, you should probably come down here because we have an autographed basketball by none other than Isaiah Thomas that you can sign up for. All you got to do is put your name, and, and uh, we'll be giving that away before the start of the draft. So don't worry. We will be giving this away before the start of the draft. You won't miss a thing. If you're that lucky winner, you can rub this ball while you're uh, waiting to see what the Celtics are going to do. Oh, you can where have are you going for, with that? You can have it for good luck. Jeez. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And uh, it's easy. All you got to do is sign up, man. We also have a bunch of free uh, stuff to give away, uh, of course, by our good friends over at Title Town Apparel. Title Town Apparel sponsoring this broadcast. They brought brought plenty of Celtics T-shirts. They always have a lot of cool stuff over there at uh, Title Town Apparel. All you got to do is head over to TitletownApparel.com. This broadcast is sponsored by them. And like I said, man, we have a a number of guests stopping by, including uh, my colleague at WEI, Mike Petraglia, is going to be coming through. to be checking in momentarily. And we also got the co-owner of Title Town Apparel, Alan Barada, going to check in as well. So we're going to be having a a, a rotating seat over there. It's a party, man. Everyone's going to put in their two cents and and try to predict what's going to happen tonight as we uh, get ready for Celtics Judgment Day. Danny Ainge, Celtics, they're not too far from where we are right now, across the street at the Garden, plotting to see what they can pull off, what kind of deal they can uh, maneuver tonight as, uh, we, as, what are we, less than an hour I know, away and from, we the, haven't from, even the, from the NBA draft. We got to get into this big gorilla in the room. Oh, absolutely. I was going to get right into it. I'm just trying to get well, all I've, the, you know. I, 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 just, just trying to hype us up a bit, you know. Right. I, I, I gotta get all the. Uh, I gotta pay the bills. So I need to speak. spit my poor Zingy's takes. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Jeez, here you go. Let's get Zingers. into it. That's that's the top we, of my agenda right here. It says zingers. <laughs> we want to hear your best zingers, zingers right now. So <laughs> let's right. put it out there. Reports already going on. Happened before today, and today it feels like it's getting even stronger. We're hearing specific package deals from the Celtics. I'm hearing Marcus Smart. I'm hearing Jay Crowder, the number three pick in exchange for Kristaps Porzingis. Bobby, I'll let you start things off. What are your initial thoughts on that take? It's the same, on that report. It's me. the same old story every year, it feels like, with them. The Celtics have the treasure chest of assets. So when teams are coming at them, 
They're asking for the boatload. They're asking for everything, whether it's Jimmy Butler, whether it's Paul George, and now Porzingis. In a way, it kind of feels like the amount of assets they have are starting to hurt them a little bit. Of course, it's Thank not, you. Of I course, agree. it's not bad to have those, but when they get into these negotiations, they get pressed. And Danny yeah. Ainge, if you're going to ask something ridiculous out of him, he's going to say it's ridiculous. He's going to throw it out, and he's not going to do it. He just is content with pushing this back. And he's not going to overpay. And the latest I heard, he, they wanted smart. They wanted both Brooklyn picks plus Jalen Brown. It's ridiculous. They wanted Jay Crowder. They yeah. wanted everything the Celtics had. And I'm hard-pressed to say no, even to something that big for a guy like Kristaps Porzingis. Know, there's got to be a price. There's got to be a, a, there's there's gotta, gotta be a There's got to be a cutoff line. There's got to be a price. But at a certain point, you have all these assets to cash in on something big. And this is big. But like the, you can't imagine it getting any bigger than I mean, this. seeing Porzingis in a Celtics jersey is obviously big. I mean, talk about a, a, a big man who can stretch the floor for you who would fit this system perfectly. I uh-huh. mean, I would love to see him in a Celtics uniform, but I also don't want to see Danny Ainge get fleeced. I yeah. mean, I, I know he's done it to I other people, but the thing about Phil Jackson is that, like you said, he's going to ask for that boatload package deal. And I think that's just way too much. I mean, I don't mind. The, I wouldn't mind to see the two picks get shipped away. I wouldn't mind seeing Jay Crowder get shipped away. But Jay Crowder, Marcus Smart. And Jalen Brown? And no, takes you a bite out of the future. I don't know how I feel about especially that. Especially since it feels like now they're really starting to build toward 2019, 2020, those years. And when you start throwing in those Brooklyn picks, when you start throwing in Jalen Brown. That's too much. There's a lot of promise with Porzingis, but you need a collective core. Like, Porzingis isn't going to do it alone. Right. You need something to build around alongside that. And if you don't have the tools to build a team going forward, Isaiah Thomas, Al Horford, those guys only have so many years left. So you still got to find a balance. You got to cut off some of these future assets to cash in on something big like that. But it's tough. It's if they're gonna well, push them with this guy on the table, it's a tough decision. I right. I agree with you saying that it's almost you know you think of just regular trade right like in real <laughs> life it's supply and demand yeah. right. So Danny Ainge is sitting on all these first round draft picks, which. If anyone is going to try to give up a big player to trade to the Celtics, they're going to look at this entire package. Like, yeah. their first-round draft pick means a lot less than when you're talking to, like, Phoenix and their first-round draft pick or something mm-hmm. like that, right? You're, you can ask for the world. You you talk to Phoenix, and they're like, well, we're going to give you all you got, but it's not even close to what Boston has. You it's, know what I mean? It's like the Dar- DeMarcus Cousins situation. Seriously. Like, I know the Celtics yes. weren't really in on that, but say they were in on Cousins – the Kings would have been asking for everything for him, but they went with New Orleans. They went with the best asset they have. There's not really don't get me started on that boogie trade, man. Orleans. That was bull. Yeah, it's uh, just don't, kinda, don't, it just yeah, don't get him started. You're right. <laughs> uh, I'll go all night. But it just shows okay. the different perspectives, though. Like we're gonna be I furious, but I wouldn't mind if it was two out of those three guys, but all three of them. And it's plus, I would love. Okay, ideally, I would love to see them trade for Porzingis and go out inside Gordon Hayward. That's my ideal picture to see you know, this offseason. If you pull that off, it's a success. Okay, so let me ask you. Not big on Jimmy Butler, by the way. I'm throwing that out there right now. I'm not huge on Jimmy. Porzingis, what is your max? What is your price for Porzingis if you're Danny Ainge? Number, three, you, okay, number yeah. three pick. Yep. Next year's Philly pick. Next year's so with the Lakers pick? The Lakers pick, okay. which could be a 2019 pick. Right. So whatever that turns into. So you're trading both of those. Both of those. Okay, yeah. Jay Crowder, Marcus Smart. You're not putting Jalen Brown in the deal. Not putting. Or if you want to flip it and put Jalen Brown instead of Jay Crowder, I'm okay with that too. Wait, so you would give up Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart? or, or I would give up both, but wow. not all three. 
Now, you see, wouldn't give up both? I'd give up both. I, I wouldn't give up Jalen Brown. I'm with you there. It, well, ideally, that's what I'm saying. I'd give up Jay Crowder and and uh, no, Marcus Smart. You gotta you gotta draw the line. Draw the line. Where are you stopping? That's you said the the, the best offer. That's that's it. That's where I draw the line. So Jalen Brown included or no? No, no, no. Crowder and you? Smart. It's gonna be two guys. And it's a big risk because you have to get out. You have to go out there and get Hayward. If you don't get Hayward, then you gotta you got a hole in that small forward spot. Yeah. yeah, because yeah. you don't have the pick. You don't, you don't have, have Brown. You don't have Crowder. You, well, you have Brown. You have Brown. In my scenario, you have Brown. Okay. Here's but. an interesting proposition. Push them to get that eight pick back. Then you can make a pick and okay. bring in a guy to fill that small forward position. That works too. I mean, Jalen Brown probably should have been the eighth pick in last year's draft, so it's probably reasonable. Well, let me ask you this, Sean. Who would you rather have? That was have? a shot. That was, that was unfair, <laughs> man. I apologize. Jimmy Butler or Gordon Hayward? For this team, who do you think is a better fit? Jimmy Butler. But I think the uh, the if if you talk about mm. I w- I would say I would rather have Jimmy rather Butler have over Gordon Haywood. But the fact that you can give up nothing except cash for Gordon Haywood versus trading That's the picks key. and everything, right? That it's it's all what what you're gonna get back. So okay, recent recent report says that the number three pick for Jimmy Butler. What what do you what do you make of that? Do you think there's any truth to that? Mm. Do I think there's any truth to it? Yeah. Do you think that that was on the table? A sliver. Uh, yeah. A sliver I mean, that, we've been talking about Jimmy Butler, I feel like, for the past three and a half years. But just the, the number Celtics, three pick? Now, here's the thing I about that, too. I mean, you have to match too. up contracts and shit. They, they got to send out some money now, more than ever, because of the $99 million cap. So they can't fit a max in here right now. They got to dump one of their bigger contracts, because Roger right. is not going to do it alone. Even if they dump all the stuff they have right now, that's not going to do it alone. So they can't be taking on money. And that hurts them with Chicago. Because Chicago doesn't look like they want to take on a ton of money. Uh, it hurts them with the Knicks because the Knicks are trying to dump Joakim Noah on us. And who wants that? I, there's not a guy in this room who wants no. Joakim Noah. In <laughs> no. Please no. Maybe a few years ago, but so, not now. I mean, so, well, 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 let's wait a second. If you could keep Jalen Brown and you get back Noah and Porzingis, but you get to keep Jalen Brown and whatever trade package happens. No, because then you don't get a you don't get Gordon Hayward in that scenario. Okay, you already squeezed on cap space to begin with. It doesn't look like a Porzingis trade is going to happen tonight, just because of how stuck we are. That's where Danny Ainge is probably at right now. It's either give up a ton and don't take Noah back, or get take on Noah and then you don't get your free agent. Well, I, either I way, I just feel like Phil Jackson's bluffing. Well, I feel like he just no. wants to see the what the. What his value is, what Porzingis' value is. That's what it's felt like all along. It's and almost like he's trying to penalize him for missing an exit interview. <laughs> no, I, I, I truthfully think it's deeper than that. I think it's something else with Porzingis that he knows that he's not that telling anybody. That we don't anybody. know about. Yeah. He, I mean, F- Phil Jackson, as much as you want to hate on Phil Jackson and call him an awful GM and whatever, yeah, he, he sucked as a president. He, great coach because he won these titles. He's not an idiot. He knows he has Porzingis. He knows he can build around him. It doesn't make any sense for him to deal them. So I'm wondering, conspiracy theory. Dun, dun, dun. I'm just saying, there's gotta, there may be something with Porzingis. Why would, he, why would you trade a 21-year-old that you have control of for the next two years that you could build around for Josh Jackson? Because That's he, the because, guy you want instead because, of Porzingis? I'll tell you why. Because he missed. he's 21 years old. He missed an exit interview, which Phil Jackson has gone on record and nah, said that. I don't think he's he, that petty. Bill Jackson has gone on record to say that throughout his entire coaching tenure, not once has a player missed it. Shaq came out and said he missed it. I know. It's not true. You're right. And it's funny because he's he obviously we, we know that, but for him to say that, I feel like he's trying to almost say like this is unheard of. I've never seen this before. Nah, something something else is going on with Porzingis. That's the only reason why we're even talking about his name tonight. So 
I mean, it's hard to find. He's been injured. That's not a reason to trade him. Uh, I mean, he has been injured. He's seven three. He weighs like yeah, one hundred and fourteen pounds. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a tiny dude for seven three. And I mean, great. He would fit perfectly in Brad Stevens' offense. But I mean, there's some there's a, there's a lot of risks to give. Everything you just got back in Philadelphia plus Jalen Brown. So it's three lottery picks you'd be giving up for Porzingis, who was number four pick. And even if he, even if he's going to be the number one pick this year, right? If he came out this year, he'd probably be the, maybe he'd be the number one pick. Who knows? Right. But that's what Jackson's banking it on. So, well, the alternative's making a pick, and there's plenty of good guys they can take at number three right there. So that's I'm not, true. I'm not fine with, I'm not, I am fine with going back to that. Um, option as well. All right. So this is the 2017 Causeway Street Live Celtics Draft Show powered by CLNS Media and the Greatest Bar, guys. Come on down to the Greatest Bar. We're taking names to see who's going to go home with his Isaiah Thomas autographed basketball. We're going to take a quick break. Got my boy Trags waiting alongside. He's going to join us, and uh, we'll, we'll talk more about uh, who the Celtics would take at number three or who would you like okay. them to see take at number three right after this quick break. This is the Causeway Street Podcast, broadcasting live from the greatest bar. All right, welcome back to 2017 Causeway Street Live Celtics Draft Show, powered by CLNS Media and the greatest bar. Guys, if you haven't already, make sure you sign up for that basketball that we're giving away. Signed by Isaiah Thomas. All you got to do is enter your name. Come on down. Put your name in, and we'll, uh, we'll be giving that away shortly, right before the start of the draft. So don't forget to come on down and sign up for this uh, Isaiah Thomas basketball. It's authenticated, too. I did not. Yep. Forge any signatures, all right? I swear to God. We kept all the Sharpies away from Sean, just in case he wanted to uh, <laughs> we believe tr- you. try oh, to rig right, this. Good, good, good. But joining us. Anybody wearing a hat like that. There we go. You got to trust, trust That's him. a That's mean, badass-looking Nice, hat. right? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> joining us, my boy, Trizzy Trags, a.k.a. Mike Petraglia. What How up? you do? <laughs> Thank you for coming oh, by, Trags man. Trags in the house. My buddy Trags, man. It's a long time no see. I was like pumped. three weeks. When you said you were coming through, man, I was pumped, man. And here he is. In it's great fresh, to be back. Pumped, ready for Judgment Day as the Celtics are uh, not too far away from making that pick, whether they're going to trade it, whether they're going to keep it. We will find out tonight, Trags, if the Celtics do keep it. Let's, let's start the conversation there. Who do you want to see them take? Jason Tatum. Absolutely. No, I agree percent, with huh? 100%. So why? I really and, like this guy. And it is not because of all of the hullabaloo, as I wrote yesterday, okay. yeah. uh, about B.J. Armstrong and Josh Jackson. Right. B.J. Armstrong <laughs> being, you know, obviously, agent, right. yeah. his agent, uh, Josh Jackson's agent. It's about the fit. And I think what Jason Tatum can do, you know what his wingspan is? 6'11". How tall is he? 6'8", 6'11", wingspan? 6'8", 6'11", wingspan. That's... Two inches or about an inch and a half uh, more than even Markel Fultz. And all you heard about Fultz when they were going to draft him, number one, was his wingspan. This is a guy who is a ready-made scorer. I think much more polished uh, than Josh Jackson. Mm -hmm. And Josh Jackson is a tough guy. We heard a lot about that, his competitive fire uh, before all the crap on Monday night when, you know, the story broke that he wasn't going to work out for the uh, Celtics. Uh, Still scratching my head about that, by the way. A little bit. I go go back and forth. I don't think it's that big a deal. I think B.J. Armstrong was like, look, they're not interested in you. Right. Phoenix probably would be. That's where you're going to wind up if mm-hmm. the Celtics stay at number three. But anyway, there's so much to like about Jason Tatum, his attitude, his work ethic. Um, there's been so many stories written about how hard he worked at Duke. But more to the point, I thought what Jason Tatum said yesterday to reporters in the media day, 
before the draft about what Brad Stevens and Danny Ainge asked him about what you know about the Celtics and how it transfers from what you did at Duke. Very much like Bill Belichick. And I've been around the Patriots the last sure. 17 years. And certainly Danny Ainge has learned from Bill Belichick in how to evaluate a player uh, that can project to the next level, whether it's basketball, football, you name it. Uh, and I think uh, Jason Tatum is a guy that can project. And I think he is also a guy, you heard reports of this, that Brad Stevens loved the way he can defend one through four, mm -hmm. a lot like uh, Isaacs can sure. uh, from Florida State. Uh, but I think when you take a look at the shooting uh, capability, the refined scoring ability that he has more than Josh Jackson. Love Jason Tatum. Is it fair to say that the Celtics were in love with him before all of this happened, before the trade went down? Because I feel like when the, if they go out and get Tatum, I don't want the narrative to be, oh, they did it. They went to get Tatum because they couldn't flip that number three pick. They couldn't make a trade. Because when Danny Ainge says that I like a kid, I like a kid who I think I could get a number three. And I, I wanted to catch that number one pick so I can go get him at the third at the third pick. Is it fair to say that Danny's is a good chance he keeps it because he really likes his kid? Yeah. Or is sure. it because he couldn't he couldn't get enough to, to trade? Well, for? I mean, look at last year. Does everybody remember? And I'm sure everybody I remember. does. The booze. The booze yeah. that Wick got on the floor of the garden yeah. when Jalen Brown was announced. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't because the fans hated Jalen. That 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 whole storyline that uh, was put out there that everybody was booing. J no, they weren't booing Jalen Brown. They right. were booing the fact that they thought something bigger was in store and they were fans were led to believe Waiting for that fireworks, Danny right? Ainge was going to pull the trigger yep. uh, and it never materialized. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I think this year you, you probably get a much more refined player uh, in Jason Tatum, even though he's uh, just as young, 19 years of age, just sure. like Brown was. Mm -hmm. uh, but you get a more polished scorer, a finisher, uh, and uh, you know that's the safe thing for Danny to do and then go sure. sign Gordon Hayward. I would tell you one thing. I think this whole draft night hinges um, on the success of the offseason, hinges on signing Gordon Hayward. Isn't that I think he absolutely, positively has to, yeah. has to go out and That's get the him. most Celtics thing ever, though. Everything hinges on this next move that's going to happen. I at just some feel point, like, you know though, what I mean, though? When you're planning, at some right. point, you have got to have. And if, you know, if A, then B, if sure. B, then C Which kind I think, of scenario. I think the only reason why Danny made this trade, because he knew he, if all else fails, he'd be satisfied with picking at three. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he needed to know that that was the, that's what as low as I'm going to go is picking at three. But I, truthfully, I don't know if I'm convinced with the, with the Tatum selection and how, how much the Celtics like Tatum. Because, I mean, all, I, I think the, the saving grace is this year's draft class is light years ahead of last year's draft class. Because last year's draft class yeah. was... The reason why we picked Jalen Brown there is because it was like, well, I mean. After the first right. two. It was like, it was picking poison, right? I mm -hmm. mean, everybody was super excited about Brandon Ingram. I even, you know, yeah, wrote I was, last year that I was they, they ought to trade up to number two and yeah, get Ingram. And get Ingram yeah. But that never materialized. Right. But I, th I think the thing is that if, you, if you're looking at Tatum, you're looking at Jackson, you're looking at Isaac, right? They're all the same type of players. They're, you know, lanky, tall, can defend. Uh, Tatum's, I think, the most. I, I think you're right. Polished, the, refined, polished, ready, yeah, yeah, NBA can score, ready. right? Especially For being 19. <laughs> I think what I love but the most I, about I just, him is that he can create his own shot. He yeah, can but score. I don't. I don't we think don't, that the, Ainge values that as much as as much as we value it. Because if you does. look last year, Jalen Brown was the most raw player in the draft. Like I don't think he's trading Jalen Brown. I think if 
if the Knicks insist on Jalen Brown, then the deal's off. And yeah. here's why. You've got a young player under control. Mm. <laughs> Ironic because that's exactly why Phil Jackson would not trade Porzingis. Porzingis, yeah. right? It I mean, the it, same it reason. Sense, but yeah. I don't think Danny Ainge would trade Jalen Brown because of that. And the other guy you have to keep into consideration when considering tonight that nobody, I don't think enough people are talking about, is Ante Zizic. Yeah, I if mean, he's he, going to come in next year. I'm, everything I have heard, yeah. it's not his numbers that impress Danny. It's his toughness. It's exactly what – how many times did we talk after Celtics games this year, Joe Sway, about the toughness mm-hmm. and the intangible the that attitude. they're missing, the attitude yeah, yeah. in the paint? Well, Zizic, from everything I have heard, read, and been told, is that guy that can bring that nastiness to the Celtics. And if that's the case, then you don't sell the house to get Porzingis. So hmm. he definitely makes the roster this year, I'm assuming. Yes, I would, everything I've been told. That no league like, trips? You, I think, you don't think? I think the biggest point there is, I, I, so you're saying we're going to figure out if Danny Ainge believes in and in, in Zizic. Exactly. Mm. If, we, if we make the trade for Brzingis, then Zizic, he's saying, is couple, more is than it, a couple years away. Well, no, what I think he's saying is, look, Porzingis is a transformational player. He's yeah, seven right. three. He is right. a stretch five. Right. I don't know if, if uh, Zizic... Uh, projects as a pure stretch five as sure. much as he do, is a nasty rebounder defender in the paint. Yep. Different kind of player. Mm-hmm. But um, with Porzingis, guy's a transformational player, and I think Danny feels they can be successful with a guy like Zizic and not getting Porzingis uh, as long as you make a significant addition in free agency, and that's got to be Hayward. So you wrote an amazing piece about how important it is for Celtics to obviously. I don't know if I go that amazing. far. Yeah, huh? I don't know if Jeez. I go that well, far. It was amazing because you, you, you obviously you talked about Danny's track record. You talked yep. about what he's done at the draft. Yep. And you talked about how this could be the groundbreaking night for him to trade for a superstar, right? You named right. a bunch of guys. First name you, you brought up, a name that we keep hearing for the last, what, two years it feels like, Jimmy Butler. How do you feel about him possibly becoming a Celtic? Let's just start with his name first. Not a fan. Not a fan either. I really? think he's a – Because no. we're on the same boat. I, 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 yeah, I was looking at Joe Sway when you were saying that uh, Jimmy Butler for number three, you would do it. You'd, if that's it? Yeah. Yeah. I would not do it. Really? That. No. Because, See, because of the player control and the cap. Mm-hmm. You're, you already mentioned – Josh, I think, mentioned earlier mm-hmm. – um, that or Bobby mentioned earlier that you're going to be up against a reduced cap at $99 million. Yep. Well, if you yeah. sign, if you trade for Jimmy Butler, you're going to have to extend him, right? I mean, we right. assume that. Because he's got two years left on his deal, yeah. You're going to, but you're right. going to have to extend him. Yeah. And, right. and know, I hate that to could say have it. cap I mean, implications. Well, that's I'm the not, thing. It's a, it's a that, Jim, not, well, go ahead. I'm just saying it's a Jimmy Butler versus Gordon Haywood all over again. Right, I mean, if right. you if you trade for Jimmy Butler, are you really going to go out and sign no? You're not exactly. right, no. which is why which is another reason why I'd rather see them not do that. I'd rather yeah. see them go out and get Hayward, work with him. He still has a ceiling above him. Jimmy Butler, he is who he is at this point, right? Uh, he's a great defender. And he's a great. I mean, that's not. I'm not trying to knock him, but at defender. the same time, though, if we're talking like you mentioned, when he becomes a free agent, when that contract is up. I mean, I don't know. I feel like the last couple the, of years, the more something I think, with Jimmy, where like he used to be like this blue collar guy 
working hard, you know, trying to make a name for himself. Now that he's sort of made a name for himself. Now he's not? I, no, I feel what? like he's like, you hear, you hear reports about he's having a tough time in the locker room. No. He's not getting along with, with, he wants with, to with win. my favorite coach, he wants Fred to Hoiberg. Win. He's not getting along with teammates. I mean, these reports, I feel like there's something to it. No. Jimmy Butler, I think, overall, if you just match up Jimmy Butler and Gordon Haywood next to each other, I'm taking Jimmy Butler any no. day of the week. I'm any day of the week. You think there'd be any Haywood. resentment? On, on Jimmy Butler's part, if he got traded here because of the five-year, fifth year, because he, he would miss out on that. The Celtics would have to probably compensate for that a little bit because that's why he really wants to stay in Chicago, right? Right. right. Flannery it's, made this point, and it's a yeah. great point. Yeah. You, you get to that fifth year, and it's worth, what, $25 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's pl- playing to mind, but I don't think he can hold that against the Celtics. I mean, he has to look at the it, – it, it's on the Bulls at that point, right? The Bulls didn't believe in him enough right. to keep him, to extend him to that. I don't think he can hold that against the Celtics. I don't know. No, I mean, oh, he wouldn't hold it against the Celtics, but he, to have a chip on his shoulder, maybe that works in his favor. Yeah. But yeah. the more I think about all of this crosstalk right now, the more I'm beginning to wonder and think because of the finances involved that Avery Bradley's not on the team next year. Yeah, there was a report that came out today, I believe. Uh, Avery Bradley to Minnesota for the seventh pick to try to facilitate this right. uh, Porzingis deal. Which really just tells you that. I mean, truthfully, that's the first report I've heard that just is centered around Avery Bradley that he's leaving. Well, and the reason you would do that separate from everything else, all of the other moving parts, yep. is you would clear his cap space. Yeah. I which mean, is, that's why you would do that. Which that, that deal isn't actually too bad, though. You know what I mean? $8 million a year for Avery Bradley? I think or eight, 8 or $10 yeah. million. Yeah, dollars. and then but next summer when get, he's... Oh, right. right. I'm yeah. just saying, you know, for cap space clearing, I mean, yeah, it makes sense, but... It's not Kyle Lowry, $41 million right. <laughs> no, money. That, that figure, Conley by the way, either, I, he so. went yeah. to Villanova, and God love Kyle Lowry, um, but $41 bucks. seriously? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. It's nuts. It's a mess up there in Toronto, huh? What are they going to do with well, all Toronto, this? Toronto's going to have to blow it up, I think. They have to. I oh, think. absolutely. You get swept by the Cavs, and you have all these guys that you thought were going to get you over the hump. I mean, it's just it's inevitable. You have to do it, and you have to do it now. All right, we're live at the Greatest Bar. This is the 2017 Causeway Street Celtics Draft Show. Tracks. Before we give away this uh, autographed Isaiah Thomas basketball. Authenticated, by the way. Authenticated, uh, of course. Not me, Sean. Not me. I swear. I don't have any Sharpies in my name. <laughs> I have to ask you about Chris Stapp's Porzingis. I mean, this report, it seems like there's some, uh, it's yep. picking up some steam at this point heading into the draft. That's we're about, what, less than 15 minutes away. 13 minutes what's, away. What's your take on these reports, and what do you think? Is there any truth to it? Is are the Celtics going to sure. do it? There's, There's truth, truth to, it. to it. What's the package deal? What what is what is like your your Godfather deal if you're Danny Ainge and you want to get Kristaps Porzingis into Boston? Two picks: the number three, uh, the Philly pick next year, and Crowder. Maybe one more player, uh, not Jalen Brown for Porzingis. See, Trags and I are more. just like we're just clicking tonight, Trags. I mean, it must be the like, that's I, I just exactly that is my ideal package yeah. deal for that. For, I for do Porzingis. not. You know, when it first came out and I thought, Porzingis, wow, he's a transformational player. He's exactly what the Celtics don't right. have right now. Give up, you know, three or four picks. What, what is it? Because the Celtics have six picks. Yep. I'm sorry, six first-round first picks rounders, yep. in the next three years. That's just ridiculous. But at, at some point, you have to cash in on those picks. That's crazy. You've so gotta... you at least have to cash in two of those first-rounders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. I think you go any more than that, I think you're spending too much yeah. when you have other options available to you in your range and you're able uh, to keep players under your control. But that being said, when you're trading for a 21-year-old superstar in the making, mm-hmm. right. you have him under control. 
So I, I guess the question is, too, what do you value more? If you're Danny Ainge, you have Jalen Brown, who you may or may not want to include in the trade, or next year's Brooklyn pick, which possibly is your only chance of getting the number one pick in the next couple of years. Right? I do not trade that number one pick next year. You no. don't? So, you, so I do not. Okay, no. because some of the reports were you have to include that Brooklyn pick and Jalen Brown or, or and or. You well, know what I mean? If, so, like, if you're so the Brooklyn Jay pick Crowder is off Marcus limits. Smart, though. I mean, that, that's, my, that's my package deal. Jay, I'm saying, though, if, if Jay Crowder, Phil, Phil comes Smart to you, those two picks. Phil comes to you right now and says, I, I want three, I want Jay Crowder, and I want either the Brooklyn pick or Jalen Brown. I would say the Brooklyn. If you're going to force me and you're convinced you're going to do the deal, right? Uh, and I wouldn't. I would say so. You wouldn't take the pick. You wouldn't I would do the say, deal, though. I'd say no. I wouldn't. Okay, so you, that, that's a deal breaker. Those are the two untouchable assets, then, right? Yeah, the Brooklyn pick and Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, yeah. Just agreed. And, and people are like, are you serious? Jalen Brown's an untouchable. Well, if you take a look at his control, his athleticism, yeah. and his ability to defend mm-hmm. four positions on the court incredibly and, well. And if the Southerners don't sign he Hayward. He was put on LeBron, for God's sake. I mean, it was yeah. five minutes, but it was a good five minutes. It was a good five <laughs> but, minutes. But, but he wasn't afraid. No, <laughs> yeah, I, I got you. He scored on and he, LeBron. Oh, yeah, he did it. He did great. And, and the point he is, great. He is, his ceiling is Really, really high. I, he's one of those guys you can't give up because you don't know if he's going to go to New York and then just you're gonna find need, it all. You're you know going to need mean? one or two shutdown defenders yeah. with what Stevens does. you Because yeah. abs- you're going to score at will, but at some point you have got to come up with players who can stop the ball, yep. and he is a guy that can do that. Yeah, so, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens. We're about nine minutes away from the draft. It's I think we all know what's going to happen number one, right, Danny? Right, Danny? <laughs> Fultz going to be picked number one, which you didn't want. By the way, he's a huge Fultz guy. guy. I don't really know this, Fultz but Sean's a huge Fultz oh. guy. Uh, you know, having uh, grown up with Philadelphia roots and grown up following and rooting for the Sixers, oh, yeah. God, I can't All believe right. I'm admitting that in right. the middle of the Celtics. Jeez. But anyway. All right, well, it's been a great show, guys. We'll see <laughs> Over, under, on for a team that's already sold out their games next year. Playoffs. Over, under, on the number of wins for the Sixers next year if – all three of their bigs, Fultz, Simmons, and Embiid, play north of 70 games. How many games do they win? So the biggest question is if they play 70 games. Because right. Embiid, I don't know. Even right. if you get 50 games out of Embiid, you're probably winning. You're, you're the 7th you're the or 6th or 7th seed. You're going from 6th to 8th seed. You're making the playoffs next year. Because I think Fultz no. is a transformative player. Really? I, I, you, you're getting. You're fighting for a playoff spot. I don't know if no. you make the playoffs. No, okay. Who are you concerned about in the bottom half of the East that Philly can't match up against? You have Fultz, you have Simmons, you have Embiid, you have Sarek. Right. Yeah, you have Covington. Yeah. You have a lineup there that can Holmes. play against. Yeah, you can, you can play against anybody. And, oh, I'm sorry, Dwight Howard's going to make a difference down there now with, with Charlotte? No. No. No, not so much. I mean, Pacers are probably going to lose Paul George, if not before the season, at the trade deadline. You're looking at Chicago. May or may not have Jimmy Butler. Who mm-hmm. knows? The, the East is wide open. So if they, if, if they, when they get Fultz, <laughs> when the 76ers get Fultz, not the Celtics. Jesus. Well, you can also. You don't have to be I'm a 500 saying, team to make the playoffs. In they're the gonna. Too, so. They're gonna. They'll be. They'll be. They'll be flirting with 40 wins. They'll yeah. be flirting with 40 wins. I, yeah. That's fair. To say. I think that's fair. 39, 38, 39. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 40. I okay. said 40. 40. Yep. <laughs> They're going to 40 bucks. So almost, <laughs> almost 500. Just yeah, I got a head yeah. next door, by the way. Okay. What's that? I got a head next door. All right. Pretend to work. All right, Trags. I was just going to 
was going to say Trags, thanks for coming by. But all right, Trags, you want to hop out of here? Philly. There, there's that <laughs> Philly is Mike for Trags. Yeah, yeah. make sure you follow him on Twitter at Trags. Thank you. He is a great follow. That is at Trags on Twitter. You're my dog, Joe Swag. Oh, of course, man. You already know. Oh yeah. Look at look at you across across the street. Trags coming to stop by, drop some knowledge. Now he has to head back to the garden. I appreciate it, Trags. We do this every time. Every time it's always fun. This is the College Street Live podcast draft show. We're going to get this uh, give away this ball. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll come right back for the uh, start of the draft. All right. Before we know what happens with Markel Fultz going to the 76ers, unfortunately, instead of coming to the Celtics. Hey, and uh, Alan, we want to give away a t-shirt. Let's do it. Josue's got the bucket and he's running those names right now, so we're about to put it in. Anybody with last regrets? Sorry, if your name is not in the bucket, you will not win. So, whoa, who's up? All right, this is for a title town apparel, the best uh, fan T-shirts you can get about the Celtics, Red Sox, Bruins, Patriots, anything else? All of them, all right. Jeff, Matthew, or Mateu, I don't know, but Jeff. Jeff? Hey, he gets a title town T-shirt, okay. All right. What is it, Matthew or Mate- Matthew? All right, good, good. Sixers have not draft yet, so we're still giving away stuff. Plenty of giveaways. Another T-shirt. Okay, we're about to be on the clock. Uh, giving away this Isaiah Thomas autograph basketball. So first off, thanks everybody for coming out tonight. Hope it's going to be a good night for the Celtics. But it's Nathan Pierce. Nathan Pierce. There you go, baby. It's I. This autographed Isaiah Thomas basketball is yours. Come on for a photo op. All right, all right. Back with another segment live from the greatest bar. It's the Cosby Street Podcast. So much draft going show down. powered by CLNS Radio and, of course, the greatest bar. Sean Dutra has been venting. I'm all He's frustrated. Up. He's upset. And Bobby, tell him why. Drop your, drop your Bobby bomb. We got, we got a Bobby bomb. We got two Bobby bombs. Okay, right. what, do we got? what do we got? What do we got? Oh, shit. Hold, hold on to your seats. So we got Jimmy Butler going to the Minnesota Timberwolves Oof. for Chris Dunn. Jesus, man. Can't make this stuff up. Your guy, Chris Dunn. We got uh, Zach Levine heading over. Pretty good. And uh, the seventh overall pick heading over. And then 16 is going back to Minnesota with Butler. Oh, man. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And then on top of that, we know who the Celtics are going to take at number three now. The guy we've been waiting for all day. Jason Tatum. Mr. Tatum. Come on, Sean. You can't be mad about that. No. I'm mad okay. about it all. all I'm right, mad but, about it all. Okay, but you, you can take the Butler trade, take the good with the bad. And I can't you can separate take, the two. You can take the fact that the Southerners are going to get Jason Tatum. All right, cool. So we got – what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> kind of sounds like a bomb. Damn. But, all right. sounds, well, like, sounds like I just ribbed ass over here, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and we got LeVar Ball up on the screen. What you got to say, LeVar? And that's the, that's oh, the reason why you got that big Baller Laker brand up, huh? Wow. Is he crying? No, he's not uh, crying. Oh, looks like. Are looks those like, fake tears? No, he's, he's trying to cry. How, how high is he right now? How high is he right now? All right, well, forget oh, about... Oh, he's not crying. Forget about, forget about LeVar Ball. All right, anyways. So how did Minnesota pull this off? I mean, I know the Chicago Bulls are willing to give him up, but... No, it's, it's, that, it's that Danny 
didn't want Butler for some reason. That's what it is. If they gave up Levine, which I would say Marcus Smart and Zach Levine, basically comparable players. Comparable players. Okay. Chris Dunn. I mean, Chris Dunn, you're not going to throw Jalen Brown in that mix because Chris Dunn had an awful rookie season, right? right? And you give up the, the seventh pick? So Chris Dunn and the seventh pick, it's just, that, it's, just, it's just that pretty much pretty much, Danny didn't want Jimmy Butler on this team. Jimmy, he doesn't view Jimmy Butler any, uh, any, any, he wanted to steal Jimmy Butler, he didn't want to pay for him. And you know what it is? They're playing the long game. We knew this yeah. coming into the night. We, it was hate. starting to build momentum. They're playing the long game with Brown, with the picks next year. They're trying yeah. to build something for years from now. And with Butler, great contract, two years left on it. It's a great contract. It's a great contract, but in two years, he could opt out, he could leave. Yeah. And that's probably something that since they're planning for two years from now, I right, didn't we, like. We got 10 seconds left until the Celtics formally announce their draft pick. Let's do it. I mean, I let, let's pretend like we're excited, like we don't know Tatum's going to be. Gonna get excited. This let's is go, Jonathan Isaac. Jonathan no, Isaac. No, no, no. I'm excited because if it wasn't Tatum, if it was Josh Jackson, I wouldn't be happy. Well, this shows you that. Oh, is there a the Celtics game, logo now. on the side over there? No, it is not. <laughs> there it is. There's, There's no a trade. On there. It's going to be interesting to see Re who the Bulls take at number seven, though. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I can't wait to see who the Bulls are going to take at seven, though. You gave up nothing, and you swapped picks, dude. You could have given up Avery Bradley. And the three pick for Jimmy Butler, it seems like. And you probably could have swindled the 16th pick off him, too. Well, they just didn't want to pay for him. They didn't I'm not going to lie. Zach Levine's a ball. That's a good return for yeah, him. Yeah, he's a ball. That guy, he's going to be he's good. A ball, and I think that, I think that Zach Levine that on his Dunn own, though? can dominate. Well, they're going to get the, the seventh pick now, and they're going to be able to draft a point guard. But so Zach, you got a future backcourt there. Granted, Zach Levine was a young player when he came to the league, obviously. But he wasn't anything until Towns got there. Him and Wiggins, he sucked the first year. Good point. And I don't know why they gave 16 away. Pick a guy at 7, pick a guy at 16. That was tough to give up, too, especially if they're going young now. Which so pretty, like much, pretty much, pretty much. let's state this for what it is. Yeah. Celtics are not trading anybody tonight. We're, we're, we've, well, we've, basically, we've basically traded the number one pick. Evan, I think you're in the live feed, man. <laughs> uh, we traded. <laughs> Evan, what up? Come through. Come on this side. <laughs> <laughs> no, we traded the number one pick to get Jason Tatum and whoever, and maybe a future pick. Right now, Danny Ainge is looking like a fool. Danny Ainge is looking like a fool right wow. now. There it is. Am I the only one There's pissed off man. about this, man? Nah, I don't know, man. Let's go. There's the future. Hey. <laughs> All right, instant reactions. Jason Tatum, he's now a Celtic. I'm not upset with the pick. I love it. And if I we love the fact that they didn't go after Jimmy Butler. You know why? Because oh, look at this motherfucker. Danny Ainge is confident that he can get Gordon Hayward. That's what and I you know what else about. Danny Ainge is confident about, too? He's confident that Tatum's the best player in this draft. Yep. That's why he made the move. He said the guy yep. he picked at number three would have been the guy he picked at number one. I trust it. I love what Tatum brings to the table. He's, he's going to put the ball in the bucket day one. They need that. They lost to Cleveland because they couldn't hit their open threes. This guy was born to hit shots. I mean, I will, I will give you this. I mean, if, if Danny Ainge really thinks that Tatum's going to be the best player in this draft, which, again, is another bet that Danny just put his ball sack on the table and said, 
This is it. I'm going all in on this. I'm trading my number one pick to to draft Tatum. I mean, we gotta we now now it's the wait and see game again with Danny Ainge. It's yeah. a wait and see game again. <laughs> which, which I don't get. It's it, always a wait and see game. They yeah, never get Sean, that player. If he signs Gordon Hayward, are you telling me that that's not a solid offseason? If you sign if Gordon Hayward, alone, okay, wait, superstar. But hold on, you sign Hayward, fine, and you have Tatum, fine. Now that's now, a solid offseason. Now now let me. I understand what you're saying, but now you got Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Gordon Haywood, and Jay Crowder Look all fighting guy. for minutes for the wing. Oh, Yeah, but see, that's what you're not understanding, though. Jason Tatum can guard at least three to four positions. Oh, so you're you putting you're, him at the four. You're putting Tatum at the four? If you have to, absolutely. You're telling me he can't He's play gonna the four? He's going to sprinkle it in. That's one thing that your boy can't play. Markel Fultz can't play the four. Where, where's his stats? I wish his weight was on here right now because he weighs about 114 pounds. Sean, he has a 6'11". Fultz has a 6'9", wingspan at 6'4". He has a 6'11". And he's 6'8". He's uh, Fultz's stats are more impressive than, than Tatum. But, uh, I mean. at, at Washington? At Washington, though, look, I, I'm a Fultz guy, obviously. All right. if, if Fultz went to Duke, we would have picked him number one, I'm just saying. I just think Tatum is, is, is a better fit for this team. I do. I mean, he's a marketable dude. I'll give him that. I mean, that bow tie, bro. Oh, he already looked good in green. Look that bow tie. He already looks good in green. This, uh, yeah. Rookie of the year I'm hearing over here. All right. <laughs> this is, this All right. Is, no one's upset here. No this, booze this year. This I'm the only booze. one. Am I the only one mad here? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. You're mad about this the Butler I don't for think you're mad about the pick. Damn. No, I'm not mad about the pick. I'm mad about the Butler trade. You're I mad am. because you think the Celtics could have pulled off this you trade. You could have gotten Butler, but you wanted first. Tatum instead. So now now not only are you going to look, is Tatum better than Fultz, but is Tatum going to be better than Butler? you got a lot of what-ifs going around now that I think you created for yourself. So I don't know. Well, Andrew's going all in from the okay, start. Okay, Brandy. Yeah. Who's Brandy? I'm just kidding. She's not that attractive. <laughs> <laughs> This better not be Jalen Brown 2.0. Like all that shade you was throwing at Jalen last year. I'm not I throwing any. Not I'm not gonna throw any shade at Tatum. This is the opposite of Jalen Brown. This is the guy who can come in day one and make an impact. Right. He even said too. he can guard all four positions. You're probably gonna see this guy play power forward quite a bit. The question is now who goes? Because they still gotta dump off a guy to get that max cap room. Well, yeah. Yeah, so that's the thing. Is now, are you going to see a trade with Bradley? Are you going to see a trade of probably Crowder is probably the odd man out, right? Crowder looks. Uh, you got I two mean, wings. He's the most tradable contract. He's the best tr contract you have on the team right now. It, the thing about it is though that they're trying to dump one of these guards who are expiring. Crowder signed through twenty twenty, and that's yes. still a major asset for the Celtics. It's huge. Uh, he can play the four probably better than Tatum can just because he's got that beef to him. Um, I mean, I always thought of Jay Crowder as a perfect six-man on a championship team. Yeah. Right? I mean, let's, let, let's face it. If we want to see the Celtics become a, a championship team, he's going to come off the bench. You know, on a championship team, I don't think Jay Crowder, you see Jay Crowder in the starting lineup. How old is this woman? <laughs> it's Tatum's mom. <laughs> not, not a mom. That's not a mom. Of a you, NBA you better watch player? out. I got, I got, you were just checking I got out, Justin Tatum on the Jeez line. Here. You Louise, man. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So it's official. Wow, okay. So Jason we got. Tatum. Wait, we just got a Woj bomb. Sorry, Bobby. All right. You can, you can oh, announce man, it if you want. You step on his toes like that? No, but uh, my, our boy over here, at Learn Citizen. Right? At Learn Citizen, just straight over here, said. The Celtics in Indiana are in deep trade talks right now for jo Paul George. So there's why Butler's so, not here. So, wow. So, what's going on with that? So, okay. So now my mood, my mood just changed. 
My mood just changed, but now I'm all amped up. What's the next deal? Well, I'm, I'm digging through this right now. Paul George, is wow. This their, is this their next Paul George? Will the Celtics flip this pick to Indiana for Paul George? I mean, you can... You can They're you very can similar. Package Bradley and whoever for Paul George. I'm going to dig into this real quick, try to get all some right. details. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do the same. You know what? I'll let Bobby do that because... Let's talk about this. Okay. Let's talk about this. Paul George. The guy who I, I, would, I would love to see in his uniform well, for months now, okay, but I just haven't been able to put, wrap my mind around the fact that he's going to be a free agent next year. You know what? Maybe maybe we're doing this wrong. Do we talk about Tatum right now? Do you want to talk about Tatum as the actual player? Let's do both. Okay. So what you're getting in Tatum, I think, is, is going to be a raw project. Less raw than Jalen Brown, though. Jeff Goodman. A lot less raw. Jeff Goodman compared him to Paul Pierce. I 100% agree. 6'8", Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. Yeah. If you're doing that when you get drafted by the Celtics, you already have a big role to fill. But, I mean, if you can, if you can somehow flip this into Paul George into a long-term extension, I'm 1,000% for it. I don't see him doing oh, that. Wait, let, let, let's, see, let's see how the Suns fuck up this pick. R.I.P. <laughs> Tunis. Tunis is still alive, by the way. Hey! Okay, Josh Jackson. The, so, so far, uh, my mock draft is on point. Now, this is interesting because this is a team in Hunt for Porzingis, and they have a ton of young players. Yeah. They have future picks to throw. It wouldn't be out of the question for this to be the team where Porzingis lands. It's a great point because Phil Jackson has been hot on the trail of Josh Jackson. Yep. And, I mean, you forget Dragon Bender sitting there. Marquise Chris is sitting there. Even if you eliminate Devin Booker, which I think the Suns are not trading Devin Booker. Yeah, absolutely. You have a lot of young talent there. Um, I'm missing somebody. Who was the update? Ulyss, uh, I guess, is there. Yeah, Ulyss. Bledsoe. Um, Marquise Chris. They're younger than a lot of college teams. That's I crazy. like Marquise yeah. Chris. I like him. Marquise Chris is going to be uh, – get where did he go to school? Washington. Washington. He went to, yeah, that's right. He did go to Washington. That's right. Yeah, but you know what? They Same need that lockdown Markel defender, Fultz. and I think Josh Jackson could become that. Am I wrong in thinking that? Well, I mean, if you're if you're if Especially you're the Suns, the West Coast, you no, need a wing the, defender. If you're the Suns, you 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 made a you made a pretty big stretch last year with your lottery pick to get Dragon Bender in hopes he would be Kristaps Porzingis. Yeah, but you so know, if you, you have the if you have the chance to to draft a guy to trade this year. For Chris Dallas Porzingis, I think this is this is probably why they made this pick. I think. But I think they knew that that he was going to be a, a project, though. I don't. I don't think they expected Bender to, to oh, produce obviously. right away. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm just saying, if you can now get the sure thing with two, they had number four last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. So two number four picks for the number four pick the year before. I mean, that's and you know he's proven now. Mm. That's probably what the Suns are looking at right now. But what, what do we got about Paul George? What's, what, what's going on? Well, they're deep in talks right now. I'm looking for some details on who the possible guys could be that go there. You got to think on an expiring contract, it's not going to be a lot for him. It can't be a lot. It can't unless, be a lot. Unless you, can, unless you can Kevin Garnett it. Unless you can guarantee that extension. That's a good yeah, point, but too. That's so tough but to, this is, to this is where you got to talk about Paul George. I but, mean, but at the same time, I can't picture Danny Ainge making this deal without an extension. Now I just may don't I, see him doing that. May I, may I say one thing as a conspiracy theorist of my own? Is it strange that these rumors dropped right after Lonzo made. Ball may, got drafted by the Lakers? Is there <laughs> anything going on there? It, I mean, literally, we were sitting here watching Lonzo Ball get drafted, and all of a sudden, Woj bomb right after the pick. Yeah. 
Well, right this is the, the time pick. of year where you really have to dig deep into everything you hear. The Lakers have been so hungry to get George in there this yeah. year because of something like this. I mean, if the Celtics swoop right in, take George from the Lakers, and convince him to stay, that ruins the whole Lakers plan. Yeah, and so I they mean, are terrified of that. And I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that the Pacers, if they were going to trade for George, it would be for the two pick. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if that was the case, they probably wanted a certain player. But Magic... If we're looking at it from why he didn't deal the pick and why he drafted Lonzo Ball, he probably values Lonzo Ball as a point guard himself yeah. over Paul George. They, they got to find a way to get out from. I, they've been screwed on the George front, the Pacers, that is, because oh, yeah. of that drop on him. Yeah. I, they know he's leaving. Teams are going to wait for that free agency. They have to scramble and do anything they can right now to get the max return for him. And I wouldn't rule out a leak like that. Like they they got to get something moving on him fast. Yeah, because they, this is the future of the Pacers franchise we're talking right here. Yeah, like they, they don't have great long-term assets. Miles Turner's a beast, but outside that, they really got to get a great return for this guy. They're screwed for years. Yeah, Larry Bird screwed him over. All right, real quick before we uh, before we wrap up this this, this segment, um, best offer you would you would give up to, for Indiana Pacers? For who? For for Paul George. For Paul best George, to, you got to send Avery Butler. Bradley. You got to send Crowder. Say you got to send Rozier. Crowder, Bradley, Rozier. What? All of that? You got to dump the salary. I think, really? You got to dump the money. Uh, George, how, do you guys know off the top of your head how much George makes? Uh, I think it's, I think it's right around 18, yeah. 18.3 yeah. million. So Someone's been on the trade machine. A little bit. <laughs> He's <laughs> on it right bit. now. Guilty as charged. I mean, you got to get within five million at eighteen. Right. So I Bradley's nine, Roger's two or three, I think. Um, I mean, I think you could get there with. I think you can get there with saying, "Hey, we're gonna give you draft capital for George, and you'll still have cap room when Avery Bradley leaves it next summer." You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, you don't have to give up Crowder. I don't think. I don't uh-huh. think you really do. I think you can find it in another place. You know who might be the guy in that trade is Marcus Smart. It could be. The yeah. Pacers are big on Marcus I Smart. Mean, I think I've the biggest case while. he made for himself is that one game against Cleveland. I mean, yeah. he really put he really put up a, 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 a top-notch performance when everybody was watching. Now, here's the thing about George I'll say before we go. I never thought he was a real possibility because of the expiring contract. But George is the guy who can go toe-to-toe with LeBron. Butler yeah. wasn't that guy. I think if Paul George comes in here and signs up, he puts you on LeBron and the Cavs level. You saw how hard, and the, we know the Pacers weren't a good team, but how hard they played the Cavs round one because of George. When their team was good, and when it was George versus LeBron, it was a matchup. It, yeah, was. He's, it was. He's a menace. He's a menace. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this segment. We are live at the Greatest Bar. Still going here. The Celtics have just drafted Jason Tatum. And uh, we're going to have uh, Alan Verrata join us. Welcome aboard. From, uh, town, town, from uh, Title Town Apparel, excuse me, which is uh, – the company that this broadcast is sponsored by. So head over to TitletownApparel.com to get all of the great shirts, including the one that he has on and right now. And what do you know? Alan gave, just sat down when you were saying that. We gave away a couple, man. and uh, there he is. There's the man right there in the flesh. Alan coming down to the Grace Bar to hang out with us. Thanks, guys. Thanks What's up, Alan? Me. So, Alan, uh, right off the top, just the guy you wanted the Celtics to draft at number three. Is this the guy that you think is going to be the best player that Danny Ainge envisions throughout this draft. I mean, let's let's call it what it is. And Sean said it earlier. He went on record to say he thinks this guy, his guy in mind, which we're assuming is Jason Tatum, is going to be 
just as good, if not better, than Markel Fultz. What are your thoughts on that? Is he really truly feels that way, or is he just trying to convince everyone that he feels that way? Because I really think that they wanted to trade down, get that additional first-round pick next year Mm. as another trade asset to land. um, So do a two-for-one. Yeah, to get a, a proven player. So I don't really truly feel that Tatum's their guy Tatum's not the guy stay. he's I not I don't think that I, I don't mean, I don't believe the it sample either. size hey he's a he's a he was a freshman last year and his sample size is even smaller because he only played like half the season so right. there's not much uh out there on him you know I mean he's young I mean I guess he's no Paul George-esque I mean, I, the, the I mean yeah, but he's he's years and years away from being Paul George right I mean everyone is yep I don't know I mean when you look when you look at it to me you got Tatum I mean, great, right? It's not a bad pick, no. but he, he's not the answer, right? No. He's not the answer at all. Because everyone figures like we were like a couple pieces away of really competing, and if you're not going to go all in and, and compete now, then take the pick. Take the number one pick. Take your, your Brooklyn pick next year and, and just compete in three years, four years. Because let's be honest, it doesn't matter who we get now. We're not beating the Cavs. Forget about beating the Warriors. Yeah, that's not even in the picture, right? Anything right. is possible. <laughs> I know the NBA is just different now. You got You need a tsunami of great players. I hear you. You can't have a bunch of good players. You need a lot of great players. All right, so let me ask you. I'll put you on the spot. You're Danny Ainge. You need to make this team great in the next two to three years. Because, I, I mean, we can say all we want about how the Cavs are there, but they just fired their GM. Yeah. LeBron's a free agent yeah. next year. That sh- that could go horribly wrong in a second. Absolutely. So I mean, if you want to be the best team in the East, how do you get there? You got to go all in on Gordon Hayward. I know he's not like the exact sexy player like a like Paul George or some people think Jimmy Butler's better. I think this Gordon Hayward as a whole is a better fit. Absolutely. He, he can run. In, he can run on the offense. He doesn't really need the balls to go ISO like Jimmy Butler. Yeah, so that's good. True. He'll buy in. He'll buy in, which right. is very important. And then I think if you get Hayward, maybe now you can trade some of the young guys, this pick, the next right. pick, and go for Anthony Davis. Hey, there we go. I like that talk. The seeds have been planted. I mean, let's I be mean honest. that Anthony you, you Davis title town shirt is going to be on fire, dude. Yes, when that happens, know. that's going to be on fire. Bring the Danny brow H. to Boston. Hey, there you we don't go. Think Danny Age has been trying to do that. It's the same thing with Kevin Garnett. He didn't. It takes to get it, Kevin Garnett in 2007. It takes that two to tango. That was planted in 2004. It takes two to tango. Right? Yeah, yeah, it does. So. All right, tell us what's going on at Title Town, man. What you got? Well, obviously, follow us on Instagram at Title Town Apparel. Yes. Follow us on Twitter at We Are Title Town. Great stuff. Check over out there. the website, TitletownApparel.com. Stay tuned. We're going to drop some heat for the beginning of the season, end of October, beginning of November. Tatum Tots. Dude, it's all Tatum Tots. The ultimatum. The ultimatum. <laughs> oh, we got it. We, I like what? it, man. It was, it was that, or if it was Jackson. So this goes out to whoever's making Boston t shirts and uh I'm sorry, Miss Jackson? No. Lights camera Jackson. Oh hey. Hey, so nice, nice. Stay tuned. Oh, we're we're always days. thinking. We're always thinking. There we so, go. so well, check hey, us I, out. I gotta say I bought one of the Title Town shirts at Jay Crowder. 99 problem shirt. Still one of my favorite shirts I own. No, so. it's still one of Jay Crowder's favorite shirts. Yo, go out and check out Title Town. Yeah. Trust me, any sport, socks, pats, celts. Celts especially. Wear, wear what the pros wear. Hell yeah. Yeah. You tell, tell us real quick. We got a minute. Yeah, you don't know. You got to tell, tell, tell the Crowder story. Tell man, us about, about Crowder. You guys happened. in Crowder. Yeah. Tight. You know, we, our first shirt we made, it was, a, it was like a Jesus shirt. It was a joke. 
You know, we got a lot of slander from being sacrilegious and poorly. Really? I was offended. I was offended. Crowder message, (laughs) I need this shirt ASAP. So I I, I messaged him on on, uh, DM'd him on Instagram. He goes, I need 50 of these. I I slid his DMs faster (laughs) than Dana did. And uh, he he, he actually bought 50 of the shirts. I sent them to his... uh, his house. Nice. He wanted more. What's I his ma- address? It, it's in Wayland. That's all I can give, though. Um, and then I made his shirts for his uh, J-Day. He runs in uh, down in Villa Rica, Georgia. So that's why some of our shirts say, like, Villa Rica on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we kind of get personal. I think he really likes that. We use, like, his hashtag. We kind of we make what what he wants, what he likes. What he, he asked likes. Because what he likes. I saw those, too. What's that? Did he asked for those. Uh, the, 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 no, no, they weren't flip-flops. What were they? They were, like. The uh, JC99 slides? That's right. The slides. Yeah. I showed him the design. We actually made that logo for him, and he like, loves it. So, you know, he's always wearing, repping. It's there cool, you go. So. That's pretty cool, man. He's a cool dude. He's a good dude, humble dude. I like him, and I hope he stays. <laughs> I know. I hope he stays, too. We'll I know, see. man. We'll we see. Danny, don't trade my guy. See. Don't I'm trade my you. guy. I'm telling you, a six-man on championship team. The James Posey, if you will. Hey, you oh, need, yeah. Every team needs a glue guy. Yep. A defender. He's a locker it. room guy. He's a That's gorilla it. glue. Scrapper. That's it. He's the Gorilla Glue of glue guys, man. He's yeah, the best he glue out there. All right, man. Well, thank you very much. No, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. For coming by. I know, you, I know you're pressed for time. but Yeah, I got to hit that train. I know, man. I know. But thank you very much for coming Absolutely, by. Absolutely, Alan. Appreciate thank you for coming by, thank man. You're always welcome. Much. Appreciate all the apparel. Again, head yeah. over to TitletownApparel.com where you can uh, order all those shirts we were just talking about. And, of course, check them out on all of the uh, social they, media platforms. They accept all major credit cards, ladies and gentlemen. All yes, major credit do. cards. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. This is the 2017 Causeway Street Live Celtics Draft Show, powered by CLNS Media and The Greatest Bar. We'll have our final segment coming up. Stay tuned. I'm still loving Tatum Tots, man. Tatum Tots? You don't yeah, like that's that? that's pretty good. Tatum Tots? Yeah, pretty good. I think you got a future, Sean. I don't know. Maybe I have to talk to him. Maybe I'll talk to Alan. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. All right, let's get some drinks. All right, wrapping up here our Hello. live Celtics Draft slash viewing party. Who's this guy over here? Live. Is this Joel? The Greatest Bar. What up? This is a producer. And what else? Producer, social media, content. Fanboy. Manager. Fanboy of, of what? Cause of History Podcast, oh, baby. Of course. <laughs> but we're here. It's Joel. You've seen me all night. I've been stagnant in my chair. Haven't moved. Chilling, chilling. Got my tissues over here for my tears. And then we got George. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Section three twenty eight. You may, if you, if you recognize, or you're sort of, you're sort of like, wait, I've seen this guy before. You've seen him in Celtics commercials. You know the uh, the green runs, green runs deep commercials. How 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 deep does green run? All the way. I mean, All the way. <laughs> A huge supporter of the Causeway the Street blog. Follows us on Twitter. What's your handle so everybody can follow you? On section, Twitter. section 328. Oh, that's pretty simple. Section 328. Make sure you follow. No underscore, no nothing. Section 328 on Boom. Twitter. And you know, the only people who understand what Section 328 means are the true Celtics heads. Are the real Celtics fans. Because that's what, that's what a true Celtics fan sitting at 300 section. The true fans. Except me. Actually, I bought, I bought a 10-pack on the Loge, man. I did it. I, I caved. Yeah, but if you had to get a 41-pack, I would be in the if Oh, if I bought season tickets, yeah. I'd be in the goddamn... Three. I'd be, I'd be sitting right next to you, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what do you think? What do you think of the, uh, of the pick? Jason Tatum from Kansas, the number three pick. You think they're going to keep it? They're going to trade it? What do you, what's Jason your thoughts? Jason Tatum I mean, from Duke? 
from, from Duke. sorry, from Duke. Sorry, we did I'm not thinking, draft Josh. I'm Jackson. thinking, I'm thinking Jackson. My bad. It's a lot of, a lot of movement tonight. I, I was Scatter trying, brain, I was bro. trying to think of the last time we had a Duke player, and I remember Sheldon Williams. But before that, was it, was it? <laughs> That's was a throwback. It? See, this is a true fan, right? No, here. here's the old one. I think it was Ala Abdul Nabi. Whoa, like way the back. Last, I think the last number Duke. four, right? <laughs> but I don't remember no, uh, David West. Oh, David West? No, not David. No, West. no, you're talking uh, about David, David Wesley. West, yeah, Wesley. And Wesley. Then I think I think Jason Terry also wore number four. Terry too, did. Right? Who also helped us with that Brooklyn pick? That's true. <laughs> no one ever. No one. No one. No one brings him up. So it's Paul Pierce, Kevin there, Garnett. There was a fourth guy too. There was a fourth guy. Oh, uh, DJ White. DJ White. Yeah, yeah. DJ White. Indiana. Not, I, I liked him on Indiana. I did. I don't pretend to be like a, Those braces, a follower of the high school there you go. basketball or anything like that, but I do remember seeing Jason Tatum play. When he played uh, for the U.S. Uh, in Greece. Okay. And I was like, this kid is nice. And no, then going to Duke always says something. So, so I'll, I I'll, guess we got a good score. I'll so ask you, you this. Keep him? I'll ask you this. The Duke thing is funny to me because Duke had the number one recruit in the nation last year. And Harry Giles still, what pick are we on? Yeah, on the board. Still hasn't been drafted. On the board. Still hasn't been drafted. Yeah. Tatum comes in, outshines Harry Giles at Duke. I mean, you got to think, like, how far ahead is Tatum from Giles? Like, I, I, It's just tough for me to think. Like, if you think 10 years ago, if this draft happened, Harry Giles would have been the number one pick out of high school. Yeah, yeah, he Easily. definitely would have, right. Right? Yeah, so, some I mean, people's stock goes up and down. But, well, yeah, you were talking about how he's still – uh, on the board, still available. But I mean, my, my worry is, my worry is, is that did Tatum just, was Tatum a system guy? You know what I mean? Like, did Tatum just go to Duke and was able to flourish in the system? Because he is an offensive player, right? Yeah, definitely. So that, that that's my worry is, like, when you draft one year apart, you have, Tatum was a high high school prospect, but... Now he's the number three pick overall in the draft. Like it's just tough for me to. I think what doesn't scare me about that is we have a system too, and so I think that he actually could be a good fit. If That's a great point. If he steps right into a system. That's a great point. Um, Fultz, on the other hand, went to a place from all the way from Maryland to Washington based on his mother's loyalty, and then you know dominated with nine wins. Um, Yo, don't, no, there's I, a thing, there's look, a thing You can't bring up nine wins on this podcast, man I've already said it, I've already set the law This is my thing, how many wins Ben Simmons win last year? Well, we haven't seen him win anything him, in the NBA play right. anything, or play any minutes Still, okay, if Ben Simmons was available this year Would you take him in the number one pick? I don't know I don't know, that's tough Yeah, would. where would Jalen Brown fall this year? Okay, so then maybe we're prematurely crowning. I, that's the thing. I'm never going to sweat any 19-year-old, and I, I wasn't going to sweat Fultz either. Know, I, I'm, a, I'm a big, I'm a big Fultz guy. Like, I, I'm not. I wasn't staying up watching Washington basketball all night at 10, 10, 10 p.m. <laughs> like oh, Washington versus how's, Hawaii. How's How's Fultz going to do against uh, Eastern Washington State tonight? You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but like you watch him, and I, I just saw, I saw a guy that can play. He can play. He knows how to play. He's athletic. He can get to the rim. And I'm still shocked that whatever he did when he came to Boston, Danny Ainge saw and said, yeah, we ain't taking this dude with number one pick. I, I do think it's interesting that Philly traded for him after never even having worked him out. Seriously? Met with him, nothing. I mean, the, the trade was basically done on that Friday. Yeah. 
But they had him in on Saturday just to be like, let's just make sure. Right. And they obviously didn't recant on the trade. So they saw something that Boston didn't. Or Boston saw, uh, Danny saw something that well, Philly they didn't. Need, I they don't know. They need a guard. Whether he plays well, the point or okay. the, or the, or the okay. two. So do you think they that has something to do with That's it? That's true. Then, then, then and, they need, and they need a scorer, nope. too. Then I'm pissed off. Then I'm pissed off because if, if, if Fultz was the best guard in the draft, right? And the best player in the draft. And Danny was like, we don't need a guard. You missed out on the best player in the draft. Mm. Because yes. you didn't need another guard. Which, which uh, There's two reasons why I would hate this trade. Is if you didn't feel like you needed another guard or you did it for a cap room. Yeah. Those are the two reasons why I would hate it. And I, I don't, don't know. think he, I don't think either are true, though. I hope not. I hope not. I don't think either are true. I believe Danny when he says that he would have gone a different direction potentially with the number one pick. I also think that if you look at just strictly need, drafted for need, it would have been a four or a five, which yeah. we didn't do that either. Yeah, right. Uh, so I think that that alleviates your concern about him not taking the best player available. By the way, totally side comment right now, steal the draft. Justin Jackson going, I think, 18 or 19. That dude's a baller. 15. 15. 14. 14 or 15. 15 right there. 15 to the Blazers. Should have been a lottery. Uh, well, he's still lottery. lottery. Oh, no. Hey, just missed the lottery. Yeah, oh, he just missed the lottery. Right. That's still a draft. He's a good dude. I mean, I thought Fox was really impressive tonight. Oh, Darren yeah. Fox? Yeah. yeah. And speaking of which, I uh, thought I'd take this opportunity since I'm on are we Facebook. Yeah, go ahead. We're still on. The inside of my jacket is uh, sponsored <laughs> by now. <laughs> I got pictures of my whole family right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, when Fultz, I'm not going to lie, I love Fultz. But when he showed his jacket, I was like, fuck's wrong with this dude? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I put everyone that ever meant anything to me. You see you, Penny? We were, we were Valentine's and, Day dates in first grade. And, a hashtag, right and he put a hashtag. <laughs> yeah, hashtag. Yo, get the fuck out of here, dude. I don't think Fultz has the eye of the you tiger, but maybe, I don't want to trash Fultz. Maybe that's, maybe that's what Danny Remains saw. To be seen. Maybe that's what Danny saw. I don't know. Maybe maybe Fultz came in and he was like. But he loved it here, though. I know you're about to pick me, but. He loved it here. He saw himself in the Celtics green. I know you're about to pick me, but. Not to, not to throw any salt in the wound for you. my jacket, though. Can we get uh, Tatum? Here to throw out the first pitch at David Ortiz night tomorrow night. Oh. Oh. Well, he has changed his picture already on Facebook wearing the Celtics hat. That's what's so up. That was, that was pretty quick. Kind of okay. a dope hat, actually. Let's ruin, let's, ruin, let's ruin Jason Tatum's day. How are we going to ruin it? What if we traded for Paul George? I, I mean, we, we need an elite wing scorer. You trade, you trade, uh, you trade a uh, maybe an elite wing score for an elite wing score. We got a Bobby bomb going on over here, dude. What up, so, Bobby? Well, so the George uh, talks have stalled for now. I think they're gonna try to squeeze Hayward and George in here. So in that case, you gotta go out and sign Hayward in July, and then you gotta make the deal after to make the money work all around. The thing is, they're not gonna trade Tatum. They're keeping Tatum, so he's not gonna be part of not that. Not part of the deal, deal huh? No. So you got to j- dump Crowder, I'd Bradley, say. Bradley, Crowder, Bradley. Bradley, Smart. I know I'm not giving up really Bradley. Like smart. I mean, Bradley's got to go. Uh, Bradley's got to stay. But Bradley's got to go. You got to sign him for $20 million a year? No. You got to sign him for $16 million a year. That's a pipe dream, bro. That's a pipe dream. Evan Turner got 17 bro. Yeah. <laughs> Avery wants to stay. <laughs> I don't know. 
Everybody's gonna every every. What's the salary cap at? Ninety nine now. If it says he's willing to take a discount, I'm pretty sure Avery if, Bradley will take a discount. If Kevin Durant's oh. gonna take a discount, this ain't this ain't the Warriors, fellas. This ain't the Warriors, okay? This if ain't IT, the Warriors. If it is willing to take a pay cut, and who would he rather have next to him? Who just who just came in to drop the bomb? Bobby, Bobby the Bobby, the bomb. Bobby bomb. So to the Bobby bomb, <laughs> what about uh, gr- is it not Griffin? As the free agent, and then a trade for George, because I don't see the point of having George and Hayward. I agree. I agree. If you if you are if you are drafting Tatum, and then not trading Tatum for George, then you're gonna you're gonna have George, Tatum, and Brown and Hayward as the wings. That, that doesn't make any sense. You gotta right. go after a big man. Yeah, I think you're right. So I think that it might be, this might signal that we're going all in on Griffin. What do you feel about Griffin? I love Griffin, and I think the injury-prone stuff is a little bit of BS because really? when you think about the most recent one that we all have in our minds, he missed a lot of time, not because of injury. Well, technically, yes, because of injury, but it was injury well, he punched followed something. by a, fo- a punch that broke his <laughs> hand, so then, so followed then, by a suspension. So then let me put you on the spot. How much would you give Griffin? Is he worth? Well, he's gonna get a max deal. Yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna get, get a max deal. It, it won't be. It won't I be. I think. Much. I think. I think it's a three-year with a player option. Three years with a player option. I think any. So any we're, talking, we're not talking two hundred mil, are we? Well, no. I, mean, no. It, it doesn't, I think it doesn't the same matter deal the we'd offer Griff, uh, Hayward. Hayward, right? Like one hundred thirty mil. Doesn't matter about the total. It's about the per year. It's about the per year and the player option. Because if you get, if you can get Griffin for three years at how much is how much is Horford making? 27, 27, but it's, it's going. the next one's going to be like 29. Right, yeah, so three years, 100 mil with a player option. Keep it under 100 mil with the guaranteed money. I'm fine with taking Griffin but or Haywood for that matter. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. But, I mean, I, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's, our, that's our goal then is we're going to keep the team as is, not trade anybody and just build through free agency. Well, we also have, I think, a good piece coming in, Zizic. Zizic I think will be a, here. I think it's Yabaselli a good piece. Yabaselli will be here. I don't know about Yabaselli, but I know Zizic seems like he could be I could think Yabaselli's a diamond in the rough. Well, actually. That's I, just me. Yeah. I'm going to go with one more topic. But he's got foot problems. Well, one, more, one more topic so before did, we go so out there. So did Sullinger. <laughs> it doesn't look like Porzingis is coming. Are you guys happy or are you guys upset? I'm, I'm happy because I feel like Porzingis was too expensive. Too expensive. Exactly. I, I, I'm yeah, I agree. I actually feel like it was never close. Yeah. I feel like that he, uh, Phil Jackson was just dang, was just fishing. Yeah. Like I, if Phil Jackson I feel was, like so too. Was Phil, if Phil Jackson was hit on his hole, like I don't give a damn if they fire me or not. I think he was trying to teach. You know what I mean? I think he was trying to teach Porzingis a lesson. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know. All I know is that if we same had to guy, go, the same guy who fell asleep during Celtics, a workout, but that's all right. Celtics weren't Celtics weren't ready to give up Jalen Brown. They weren't. He wasn't ready to give sleeping. He was meditating. Oh, that's right. That's right. He was high. My bad. <laughs> Good old Phil Jackson. The Zen master. The Zen master. All right. Well, I think it's been a successful day at Causeway Street. I think it has been. I think it has been. Yeah. I gotta but, thank know. everybody for coming out. George. Big shout Thank out to George. Follow him at Section Three Twenty Eight. Yes, on oh, Twitter. Look, Sway finishes burgers. Sway, yo! Big shout out to the Greatest Bar for hosting us, man. They were amazing today, so we can't forget to say uh, thank you to them. And uh, I think it's the beginning of a of a, a great relationship we're gonna have with them. So we'll definitely we'll be doing this again, definitely here at the Greatest Bar, man. Nothing but great hospitality. We appreciate it. We are uh, we only a few days away from uh, Vegas. 
Let's right? Go. Try, uh, Summer League. Here we go. Let's go. Time. We got Tatum. We got Tatum. Opening game is Philly, Philly versus Boston. I don't think I'm going to watch that. <laughs> I think Ducha's in mourning for the next, I'm gonna wear for the my, next year. I'm going to wear my Titletown full shirt while I'm watching that. <laughs> Shout out to Titletown coming through as well. Follow them on Twitter at WeAreTitletown, I believe. Yes. Follow George at Twitter on um, at Section 23. Section 328. Section 328. 328. My, I'm at, at Sean Dutra. Joel's at, at Carsey Street. And Joe Sway Pavone is at Joe underscore SWAY. I didn't. I wouldn't have got it. That's why I said that's, it. Not to at Learn Citizen for coming through. Yo, at Learn Citizen, call me out for some shit I said a year ago, bro. That's a true, that's a true listener right there. A, a true year supporter. Ago. Good looking out. Good looking out. But Shout he was out right. to he was CLNS right. He was right. Media. Network, yes. Nick or send us, send us up as well. Bobby Manning over there, dropping Bobby the Bobby Manning bombs all night. With Bobby, Bobby bombs, bombs. <laughs> drop a bomb on them. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll and do it again next year, draft night. Hell yeah! And until next time, we are Causeway Street Podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, and hit up our homepage CausewayStreetBlog.com for all your coverage. Appreciate the love. And that's it. Sean Ducha, anything else to add? Oh, show, shout out to Stu for not showing up. Tell him I said oh, that. Oh, yo, Stu's going to get it, bro. Stu's about to get it, bro. <laughs> first one to say yes. He was the first one to say, I'm there. Crickets. Harry Giles still on the board. Harry Giles still on the board, baby. I'm going to draft him right now. Let's go, baby. Woo! Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you all soon. Peace. Bye. <laughs>